then was Jesus led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. How very beautiful that hymn is that we just listened to. Glory be to Jesus. Earlier this past week on Ash Wednesday, the church invited us to enter once again into the solemn season of Lent. We've been preparing for the beginning of this season, this time of reflection and repentance for the last three weeks, the so-called Jessima Sundays. And now on this first Sunday in the season of Lent, we find ourselves called by our Lord to slow down and to seek to allow him to come to us and administer his healing grace and mercy to our weakened and sinful hearts and minds. This blessed time, dear friends, is a call from the Father of lights, a call to uncover the sorrows of our hearts and ask him to touch us and to bring a word of hope and new life. Lent is really and truly a wonderful gift, isn't it? A gift given to us by our loving Father in heaven. It is a sacred time, a sacred 40 days of healing and release a time for all Christian people, including you and I, to turn away from the spirit of the world and to give ourselves in a greater way to seeking the perfect and life-giving will of God in our lives. And so today, on this first Sunday in Advent, or first Sunday in Lent, Today's gospel relates to us the familiar account of the temptation of our Lord Jesus Christ by the devil and the powers of darkness. This account is a powerful reminder to us all of the reality of the devil and of his evil hosts, as well as the reality of the power of the eternal and life-giving word of God. What a remarkable scene unfolds for us as we see our blessed Lord after his baptism being led by the Spirit into the wilderness for a 40-day period of fasting and spiritual struggle. Imagine, dear friends, here is the eternal word of God made flesh for us, now facing the threats and temptations of Satan, the destroyer of souls. The dear Lord Jesus enters fully into the struggle that each of us face as we find ourselves so often having to decide between the ways of the flesh and the world and the devil and the perfect and life-giving way of God, which leads to all blessedness. 
is a time of real temptation for our Lord. And it is a time of real temptation for you and I, isn't it? To combat the insidious suggestions of the evil one, Christ brings to bear the all-powerful word of the true and ever-living God. This is what stops Satan in his tracks, that the eternal word of the Father speaks the word, and the devil is defeated and departs. Here is an example for each of us that we can depend upon the word. We can depend upon God's word to be a powerful weapon for each of us as we find ourselves in the midst of our own spiritual struggles. And so this brings us and helps brings us to begin to understand the real value of Lent. That it brings before us the reality of the spiritual combat that we experience as Christian believers. None of us are immune to the dark suggestions of Satan or the weakness of our fallen nature. We need to understand that this spiritual struggle is to, to overcome is an absolute necessity as we strive to draw closer to the infinitely merciful heart of God. The struggle is real, and the stakes are high. The old man must be put away, dear friends, and the new man all put on, as the hymn writer writes, not by our own strength, but by the powerful influence of Almighty God, softening our hearts and renewing our minds and giving us a new purpose of living in a new direction for our lives. In other words, Lent gives you and I a specific time to begin this blessed work of renewal and refining. Lent reminds us that we are not simply flesh and blood, but that we have something immortal and full of promise within us. We have, dear friends, an immortal soul as we give ourselves to the disciplines of Lent, we are saying to our Lord Jesus, yes, dearest Jesus, I want to be totally yours. I want to be totally given to your will, totally one with your blessed and merciful heart in an eternal communion of love. How happy it would make him to hear each of us express this longing for him today deeply in our hearts at this beginning of Lent. What a joy it would bring him to know that we are willing. We are willing to take the way of the Holy Cross and to make him our all in all. If we are to do this, if that's what we really want to do, if we long to give ourselves to him, we must learn to tame the flesh. We must learn to subdue the outward things of the body and the world so that the blessed influence of the Holy Ghost 
may shine through and bring healing and hope for us, dear friends, and for a world that is so desperately searching. Christian life is a high calling, a high and sacred calling to be a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ, to have him as our Savior and Lord and Redeemer is to have our hearts and our minds set upon the invisible things of the Spirit. It is to have a different love and a different way of loving than the world. It is to seek the perfect will of God in all things, all things without exception. None of us are equal to this task. None of us can ever hope to enjoy the full measure of the Father's love by our own desires and devices. But remember, dear friends, that there is one who can lift us into the very joys of heaven. And he is very, very near to us today and forever. He is closer to us than we can imagine our dear Lord Jesus Christ. And he waits today. He waits for us to come to him and to live. In, otherwise, in other words, we find our true selves as we cling in faith and love to him who has given himself to us so generously, so completely. This season of Lent, calls us, if you recall from the penitential office, to decline from sin and to incline to virtue. How do we do this? Well, we begin to do this as we sit quietly and lovingly at the feet of our Lord Jesus to hear his word and seek the blessed companionship of his presence deep in our hearts. We do this as we look within ourselves and examine by the light of the Holy Ghost the thoughts and the intentions of our hearts. We do this as we discipline our bodies and keep them under the life-giving subjection of the Spirit. It really means that we surrender to Him and that we surrender to him in complete confidence and humble trust, a trust that allows him to mold our poor, weak, and sinful hearts into hearts that belong to him alone. Isn't this a wonderful opportunity, dear friends, for each one of us to begin again this Lent from where we are. Lent is good news. It is good news because it brings a message of renewal and hope. This blessed Lenten tide is indeed a day of salvation for us. The Holy Church sets before her children the promise of new and abundant life in Christ as we bow before him in penitence and contrition and seek a blessing of life and cleansing 
from his hands, comes to cleanse and to heal and make us anew. And so today, on this first Sunday of Lent, let us resolve today with God's help to keep a holy Lent. Let us open, dear friends, the griefs and sorrows of our hearts to him, knowing that he will come down to us where we are, not to scold us, not to demean us, but rather to embrace us and to assure us of his love and his mercy, a love that showed itself most powerfully in the agony of his cross and passion. Friends, as we begin our Lenten journey together, let us take courage as we read of our Lord's temptations. <clears throat> Remember that Christ is fully man as well as fully God, and that he was in all points tempted as we are, yes, as we are, yet without sin. Remember that the blessed Jesus fought against the suggestions of the devil by the living word of God, that same word which is available to us today and has never lost its power. We can, all of us, take heart from this and know that as we travel this Lenten road of repentance and sorrow, we do it with the Lord Jesus Christ leading, directing, and comforting us. The call of this Sunday is to ask the Lord to help us to control our bodies and minds so that we might be attentive to and sensitive to the motions of the Holy Ghost in our souls. And this is the great goal of our Christian vocation, isn't it? To live an authentic life with the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost, a life lived in and by the power of God. This blessed way, this blessed life is available to us today. And it is the call of Jesus to each of us today to live, to love, and to find victory in our lives. May we come to him today and this Lent, dear friends, as we are, just as we are, with all of our imperfections and doubts and insecurities. May we come to him today. May we bring him a gift this morning, dear friends, a gift that we can all afford, the gift of a broken and a contrite heart, a heart that is weak and fearful, but that longs to be healed and remain in the image of Christ's sacred heart. So may be, this be a time of blessing for each one of us. And may we seek our Lord's will as we journey together in this great 40-day period of renewing and life. Glory be to God for all things. Amen.